Support for today's episode comes from Goalie ACB Gummies. Goalie ACB Gummies are made with vitamins B9 and B12 and other super important nutrients that provide antioxidant support. Bottom line, they're simple and delicious. And as a Boonie Breakdown listener, you can receive 10% off your purchase by using the code Boonie Breakdown. Details on how to purchase can be found in the show notes and on thebooniebreakdown.com. Hey y'all, it's your girl Booney, and you're listening to the Booney Breakdown Podcast, your source for all things responsible and ratchet. Welcome to episode 187 of the Booney Breakdown Podcast. I am your host, Booney, and I'm excited for this episode. It's always fun when you get an invitation to be on another podcast. I've been on a few. And this week's guest, I guested on her podcast, and now I have her here. So we're welcoming Moneybag. She is the host of a little Kiss and Tell podcast. They ratchet. They got juicy. They do really, really juicy topics, her and her co-host. So you make sure you want to check that out. If you want to start, you can listen to episode 63. It was the episode that I was a guest over on their podcast. And now Moneybags is here. Listen, it's a good episode. All of my single girls, you're going to love this one. You're going to connect with everything we say. I already know it. But we chat about, I, you know, I joked with... um money. I'm just gonna call it money. Now I joked with money because she lives in Atlanta and she's a single girl in Atlanta. So of course I had to get up into all of her business about the dating woes of being a single girl in Atlanta. Does she feel the pressure of living a certain lifestyle in Atlanta? And like, we we, we get into all of that. So stick around for the conversation. We're going to hop right into my pick of the week. All right. And I told y'all, I think on the season opener, I said when this album dropped, it was going to be my pick of the week. And so my pick of the week is none other than Aaliyah's self-titled album. It came out 20 years ago. I was 16 years old when this album came out. And I must say the album aged beautifully. Um, Nothing about it sounds dated. It still sounds fresh. And I'm sure part of that is due to Timbaland's production on the album. I immediately could not wait to finally drop We Need a Resolution and bump it in the car because that is like one of my favorite Aaliyah songs of all time. It's whatever. Let me tell you, I played I Refuse like six times in a row. <laughs> and I'm like, it's so crazy that I connected to that song as a 16 year old. And now as a 36 year old, the shit hit a little bit different now. <laughs> but yeah, so my pick out of a week, shout out um, finally to her raggedy ass, janky ass uncle for letting us access her music on streaming sites. It really is. Just let me know how much I missed um especially this album. I really, really loved this album from her. So if you lived under a rock and you've never listened to it or you haven't streamed it yet, then go ahead and check out Aaliyah's self-titled album. Housekeeping. Housekeeping. Come back later, please. Housekeeping. Not now. Yes, housekeeping. If you have not listened to episode 186, Ending Generational Sex Shame with Dr. Shamika Thorpe. I encourage you to go back and listen to it. It was a lot, a lot of good feedback uh, from this episode. Uh, One message I received in particular said, Hey, Booney, thank you so much. This episode was great. It made me face a lot of the things that I'm dealing with and talking through therapy. I even shared the episode with my mother to let her know 
all of the damaging things she says and why I try to correct her in some of the language that she uses around my daughter. I don't want her to have the same complexes about sex, her body and pleasure as I did just from the comments that the older generation said around me when I was younger. I could not have asked for a better feedback review of this episode. I think that's dope uh, that you sent that to your mom. I love it. We have to correct the behavior. We have to correct the language now um, because it's so crazy how those things are ingrained and shaped how much we move and our thoughts around sex. Not only did we talk about generational sex shame in that episode, we also talked about um, those who may experience discomfort and pain during sexual intercourse and uh, did some polling on this week's Talk to Booney Tuesdays. And 75% of the respondents said at some point they've experienced discomfort or pain during sex. 82% of those people who said, yeah, uh, yes, said that they said something to their partners about it as well. So that is encouraging that they did not just suffer alone. So many of you also said 65% of you said your parents never talked to you about sex. There was never a birds and a bees conversation, which is so crazy and wild to me because... I am not in that number. Also, uh, 76% of the women who responded to this poll said that no adult in their life told them as a teenager that sex felt good. For the fellas, that number was about 68%. So thank you guys for participating and Talk to Booney Tuesdays. I love the commentary and the feedback we have there. And if you did not check out last week's episode, please go back and do so. Also, you know, we over on Patreon. Um, we having some scheduling difficulties uh, for our live event for September. But if you're in Patreon, those details will be dropping this week for you. Hopefully in October, we can catch back up to doing it on the first Thursday. Um, but we have a guest scheduled for October and November, which is trying to get some things together for September. Um, but those details will be dropping for Patreon gang. If you're not in Patreon gang, you want to join Patreon gang. You want to see what we do over there. You can head on over to patreon.com backslash the Booney breakdown. Uh, it's also linked over on any social media page. So you can just click those links and head on over and sign up. We welcome all new people because we have a fun group chat and I know you want to be in it. Lastly, while you're following and doing stuff, you can go ahead and follow us on all social media, uh, Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, Pinterest at The Boonie Breakdown. You can follow us on Twitter just at Boonie Breakdown, all right? And be sure to share this episode in your stories, text it out, retweet, reshare the post that I post on my Instagram feed, reshare the Facebook page. That's all you got to do. It's so easy. It takes you like two clicks of a button, except on fucking Instagram with this new fucking change. Don't get me started. Uh, <laughs> but we appreciate when you share. You can tag us. You can use the hashtag the Boonie Breakdown or the hashtag pod in, P-O-D-I-N. So that is it for me. So let's get ready to break it down. Hey guys, it's your girl Booney, and um, I think my ATL folks will be excited for this episode because with me I have Money Bags, the host of A Little Kiss and Tell, with me. So welcome to the hey. Booney Breakdown. Look, hey. she looks so pretty, and I'm all dusty looking. <laughs> girl, thanks for having me. You look good naturally, honey. I had to hurry up and go to do me a quick beat. I'm surprised how quick I did because I don't forgot my lashes, but it's but you look cool. good. Look, everybody on Patreon is like gets to see your your gorgeous face. Um, I always try to start with the antidote. We met because I had sent you an invitation 
to come to my live show in Atlanta. And I always, I did that in the Philly show. I tried to invite like, I think it was like three or four just local podcasts just to have them there. And I did the same thing in Atlanta. So that's where we first connected. I love that you did that. We had so much fun at your event. And I'm like, okay, when's the next one? I know. Look, now (laughs) I'm... (laughs) <laughs> I was planning for last year. The Rona yeah. showed up. I'm, I'm kind of glad I did not put out something told me in my gut. So I was just like, I just feel like the fall is going to be some bullshit That's um, with the variant. And I had looked up the venues before and I was like, you know, what? I'm not paying nobody no money. Let me just wait and see how this go. So maybe exactly. early next year we can hit and go down south because it'll, it'll be warmer down there than up here. Yeah, I hope so. I, I'm like, we've been stuck in this COVID mess forever because they can't get shit right. Like, Listen, we- <laughs> people don't believe this. I literally will travel. That's like one of my things I love to do. I've been to Atlanta so many times I can't even count. <laughs> the last time I've left this area and been on a plane was for the Atlanta live show in November oh. of 2019. It's blowing oh. my mind. 2019 I have not been on a plane I have wow. not look I've done my part to stop the spread I a bitch ain't been nowhere <laughs> girl I've been in these streets and <laughs> look Atlanta didn't <laughs> I was last summer looking because up here it was pretty quiet like it wasn't like a full lockdown but it wasn't shit happening this this summer is stuff happening like I'm going to a okay. little thing on Friday Okay. Um, like even this, like I just started going sitting indoors at restaurants like this really? year. Yeah, like I was wow. Like, See, I don't know what I would do if they uh did what they're doing in New York down here because I'm a foodie. <laughs> I, like to eat. I like to be wine and done and do all that. But so like down I there, eat. I gotta ask since I have not been anywhere, like here they've like and even like DC, Baltimore, New York, Philly, they've like constructed outdoor restaurants like in the curb i have noticed that like in new york and uh miami i don't feel like they've done it as much as they, those places have but um yeah like restaurants have so yeah, like, i'm just like what you're not supposed to be indoors but you just built another indoor structure <laughs> like this is still indoors like we still sitting next to each other so what yeah it's this i mean this has just been a mess and i'm over it I'm ready to move on and get to the other side of this. So hopefully the fall won't be too bad and Booney can get back on the road. I need a cuffing, buddy. Oh, are, are we? Because it's preseason. We're scouting. Are, are you looking? What are you doing? Yes, yes I'm looking. Please send them my way. <laughs> <laughs> what are your requirements for a cuffing, buddy? Um, okay. Cuffin' buddy, that don't mean we're going to be sitting in my house all day. Okay. We ain't, we ain't sitting in your house all day. We ain't sitting in my house all day. So you still want to do. be doing things. Yeah, like I still want to do some stuff, but I do want to, you know, Netflix and chill. We order in sometimes. We may cook, take times cooking, um, try to cook something new and different. But I don't want to be, like, if I don't have to stay in the house all the time, I don't. I don't want to. We did this already. We did this last year. <laughs> Even though y'all say we didn't, we never locked down. We Atlanta ain't locked down. <laughs> <laughs> we quarantined for like a good six weeks, okay? And I was going crazy. I had to go stay at my mom's house because if I would have stayed in my apartment, I would have went crazy. I, I can't. that's fair. That's fair. So just because you mentioned that, <laughs> how is dating in Atlanta? Whew. 
girl, let me tell you this. I'm still single. I've been single for over five years. I don't even want to say the number because people really be like, oh my God. I mean, look, if they start, if they start thinking they probably been single just as long. (laughs) Right. I'm like, well, I'm not just jumping in relationships like y'all. So Mm -hmm. like, it's really going to take the right one. And I'm going to have to believe like what you trying to spit to me because they be out here making up lies just to get the booty, of course. Um, So they'll act like they want, yeah, they want, they act like they want the same end goal as you as far as like marriage or a relationship or whatnot. Until they get the ass, and then it's like you start going back to that. It's like, girl, I ain't never say that. <laughs> I'm like, what? So it's like, I don't know. It's 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 very difficult to me. Um, but people be like, well, I'm sure dudes be at you, and da da da. But it's not always the right dude. Um, you know, and most of them just want to fuck. Like literally. Be coming just, at me to fuck. I'm like, what the fuck do I look like? Like, just because I talk about sex freely and stuff, don't mean I'm out here just fucking busting all y'all. Sis, you feel <laughs> my pain. I swear to God, I literally, like, I think it was recently a guy. I, I don't even know why I gave my phone number honestly, and I think it was a little while ago. Um, so you finally like started texting again. I guess I'm like, oh, cuffing season is near. I get it. Okay, and. <laughs> Everything was sexual. Can't wait. Oh, I want that big ass, all that shit. And so I'm like, are you excited to do anything else with me besides fuck me? Right. Like, why do you think that turns me on? Cricket. In our 30s. <laughs> I'm in my 30s. I'm like, I'm in my 30s too. Not like, like no more. And the thing is, it's like, you, I feel like sometimes they try too hard. I think most grown women at this point, and I, I'll say most, not all. Are at some type of point where whenever the spirit moves you to have sex, you're going to have sex. I don't think sure. most of us are moving in like, oh, I got to wait 30 days or 90 right. days or whatever. Right. So you probably will get something fairly quickly, right? But if like, can have. we <laughs> see if we like each other? Can I even stand to be in the same room with you? Do exactly. like, but we can't even get to that point because it's instantly like, look at my dick. I'm on smash. <laughs> Immediately, it's such a turnoff. Like you, okay, now you in this category with all these other fuck niggas. Like I, I can't, I can't. How often do you like go on dates in Atlanta? Because I feel like I don't date often. Like I need to do better myself at dating because sometimes I just don't want to be bothered. Like that. (laughs) I'm like, oh, I I, know. So I do blame. I know I play a role in it too because. You can't, like, I know we all want to sit here and think, like, we can sit on our couch or we're going to go to the grocery store and the love of our life is just going to pop up. Like, it's going to take some level of work and consistency, and I don't have that all the time. So, like, how often do you really date? I'm that same exact way. Um, I sometimes, like, I don't feel like doing the same tech stuff back and forth. Being a pen pal is what I call it. It's like... (laughs) How long we gonna text before you take me out so I can even see if I like you? Like texting not getting me nothing, and it's just like now I feel like I got a texting boyfriend. Like, why are you asking me the same questions every day? I'm do- doing the same thing I was doing yesterday around the time working. I went to <laughs> work changed, you know, <laughs> at the crib working remote. Like, <laughs> but it's like, um, yeah, this one dude he's been very consistent texting me for two weeks now. He actually we actually exchanged numbers last year. Mm-hmm. while we were out so he pops back up this year my dm or whatever because he follows me and um he was like yeah i've been noticing you still been looking good i gotta get that 
um, you my wifey, just something all that. He was like, um, I just got out of a, a relationship recently. That's why I haven't been going as hard as you because I know you said to come correct. And I was like, okay, so we're going to see, you know? Okay, so let's get back to it. I said, you got my number. We don't have to keep DMing. So um, he finally started texting me, like not a real phone co- phone conversation yet. Um, and I'm still waiting for the date. So the thing is, still he waiting. Like, yeah, he was like, I had the kids, but he has two kids. And he says he gets them for the summer and some holidays. So he was like, okay, they going back Labor Day weekend. So like, if you hear Labor Day weekend, let's get up then. I'm like, okay, we're going to see. But so that's, that's okay. the thing about dating people with kids too. Like, Oh, so I, I honestly, cause definitely I'll be turning 37 in December. Oh, and about the same age. Yeah. And I have the understanding that it, most likely at this age, if you're dating someone, they're probably going to have kids. Yes. However, the gods always shine upon me <laughs> that they never have children. Wow. <laughs> and so I'm always thankful for that. Um, I know I've had an encounter recently with someone who does have children and that's so, cause I don't, we all have things that pull our attention, right? So, you know, parents, work, whatever, for podcasts for me. Right. So, yeah, it might be something like, oh, I can't go out right now because I have to record. Right. <laughs> it's just, it's really weird, especially if someone has multiple children. Yeah. They're like, oh, I have to do this and I have to do that. And so it's like, obviously your children should come before me, but it's like, damn, right. when do you find the time? Right. <laughs> <laughs> like at the same time, when are we going to finally get up with the next dude that sweep up here? I'm like, I have to go, you know? Yeah. And so for, as someone without children, it's, it's, uh, it's hard for me to do that. So I always say my preference is I would prefer to date someone without children. Right. Also because I don't know if I even want children. Um, oh, okay. Okay. Yeah. So that's just my preference. Okay. And the, the universe, the Lord been working it out because, and I, I always, I'm usually it. older men too. And so oh, they never okay. had children. Wow. So like forties or what we talking? 40, 40 41, really? 42. At one point it was a guy, he was like 11 years older than me. Um, and no kids. Interesting. I'm like, thank so you, Lord. Just a little thought and bopping city, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> Everybody got kids. So like, I also think with Atlanta, and I'm going to ask you this, because I feel like your mom is a celebrity and probably a real big deal in Atlanta. Uh, Do you feel like people make that connection? Do guys make that connection? Like, oh, your mama. And they try to use that as an end. Because I feel like Atlanta is like a land of everybody trying to be somebody. Exactly. They are. (laughs) (laughs) Um, My best friend thinks that. He thinks that that actually intimidates some of the guys because they think that I'm just as high maintenance and, you know, want to dress, you know, and Chanel and do all that and stuff like that. But I'm like, I'm just, I'm cool. You know, like I I love gifts. Yeah, I ain't going to lie. I ain't going to turn down no Chanel if you want to buy me one. (laughs) I got one though, but it was a gift. (laughs) But I was just like, I, I don't, I'm not like that. So it's funny when they think that. I don't know. They don't really say anything, but I think the ones that are um, on social media, like sliding in DMs, they may already know, but I don't feel as though dudes like just, just on, on the street. street. Yeah. I think so I think that probably only happened like one time. I mean, when you, you, and, you and mama be posting those traps. 
<laughs> that's what and it's so funny because I remember when you posted I was like it didn't even immediately gel and then I was reading the caption like and that's when I dm'd you like oh shit all this time yeah, I never <laughs> girl yeah, so, had, I mean mama's single too so <laughs> I think it like it was it was so cute but I, I I really had the light bulb so I'm just thinking like the, in Atlanta, people trying to get put on and trying to be somebody and trying to be a star. I was just curious if that, if yeah. you face those people who are trying to like leech on or latch on to that. I think it's only been about one or two dudes like that. Um, I don't know how to sometimes read people's true intentions, but um, my best friend, because I have a gay best friend, two gay best friends, and like I'll let him, you know, he'll come around the um, guys eventually. And he's kind of good at like reading people and stuff. And he's like, I think he is really just trying to use you, mm. you know, for the light. I'm like, really? And then it turned out like we went to his, um, what's, is it the, what is it, a uh, IBM page or when somebody's an actor or? Oh, yeah, the IMBD, yeah. IMBD. So he went to that page and he done listed the fact that he was on Real Housewives of Atlanta. Right, Negro, you was on there like in the background, and I don't even know if you got airtime. Like, what? That is hilarious. <laughs> the funniest thing I said. Okay, you might be right, best friend. Like, what the fuck? That's I ain't even hilarious. got that on my page, like for uh social media or anything. So it's like, what? That is hilarious. So yeah, yeah, best friend was right. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely right. Do you feel the pressure living in Atlanta to be like? I need to portray a certain lifestyle or I need to fall in certain social scenes? I would say more so physically. Mm. So, you know, everybody got the goddamn big booty now. Like, I, I ain't hitting that. BBLs is popping. That was my thing. Like, damn. So, it's like, everybody got a big ass or um, they think you a stripper and stuff if you got big booty and whatnot. I don't know. I would say it's definitely the weight and, you know, body for me, like that I'll get like self-conscious about like, damn, I got to get back in the gym. I don't put on good low COVID weight. Mm-hmm. So I'm seeing this. All, it's like, okay, I got to keep up with times because I ain't got no man yet. I can't let myself hang all out. So it's like, I do got to try to get back, you know, tight and right. I don't know. That, for me, that's it. Not as far as like being in social scene and stuff. I'm real like, I don't even yeah. like being in the forefront in a light like that. So now the, I think the body thing is really a big thing, especially when you're constantly, you know, sc- scrolling social media. Yeah. And I think for the thing for me is just so shocking. Like, and I'm doing air quotes people, but like how many regular people um, are doing these modifications to their body. And it's like, you doing all this to go sit in the cube, <laughs> right? Like you still <laughs> go into your nine to five, like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Best believe. You know what they're doing it though. It's like they feel as though, okay, this is what the NBA player, the actor, the stat singer is looking mm-hmm. for. You know, every time you see them posting somebody or rapping about a girl or a chick, they trying to pull the ones that got the snatched ass waist and a big ass booty and a big breast. Yes. And, big and stuff. So it's like, I feel like they be doing that for other people. As much as people want to say that they're doing it for themselves, some might be like if you get a little booty and you want a little something, something. But if you're going all the way out, like that shit just out there, no. super exaggerated, and you don't even look like yourself anymore, you doing it for, you know, you I mean, we like you doing it for the likes, the double tap. Yeah, you're trying to get wiped <laughs> up by one of these celebrities. Like you're trying to get taken care of. You know? and, 
Yeah. And that was my thing. I had looked into, this was back in my 20s, so this was a while ago, but I always had little boobs. Like, I've always been hips and really? ass. Uh-huh. I've always had little little baby boobs. Now, with weight gain, they didn't got, I didn't got a little bit, but. Okay, they will grow. With that's this grow, but I like, it ain't that like. <laughs> But I went to the plastic surgeon and had a consultation for breast implants. It was back in my 20s. And he pulls out the He was like, well, which size implant? And I was, I grabbed this one. I'm like, oh, this is cute. And I'm like putting it on my body. And he's like, yeah, no, absolutely not. And I'm like, huh? He's like, you know, you have a large frame. And he's like, you have hips and booty. He's like, this is the size implant you'll need. And then, I mean, it was like, uh-uh. it was humongous. See, so some of these doctors out here got people looking botched. I think so. So this was a while ago. So I feel like the stuff has probably gotten better. But mm-hmm. even that doctor, and I didn't go to another surgeon, but it just scared me. I was just like, I could, I am at, I already know the attention I get is a plus size girl with a big ass. Yeah. So I'm like, now I'm going to add these big ass titties. <laughs> oh, hell to the nah. So like, damn. <laughs> That was it for me. All eyes on me. Yeah, I was like, I don't want that level of attention. (laughs) But it was like some bitch, some girls out here, the bodies are snatched, the titties are sitting. They they look great. Yeah, some of them look great. And some of them look like, damn, what doctor did you go to? Because if I ever did it, I would not go to that one. Never. I and I I do think about the maintenance issue too. Like it's a commitment because when he said that he's like, then you have to get them replaced in 10 years. And I'm like, I gotta do this again. Uh, like with ooh. like boobs, you have to get them like certain material. I can't remember which ones he was saying, but oh, see, he was I- like, Yeah, you have to do maintenance, like you have to come back and we'll have to go in, remove it and clean it, and then put another implant in. And I'm like, mm, see, I'm not signing like up for this. Like yeah, <laughs> I get a quick tattoo because that shit gonna heal the next day, but I ain't. But look, I'm not above a Tommy Tuck or some um some lipo situations happening here, but it's not gonna hurt. I'm sure it will. I'm not that I'm doing this right away. now. I talk uh-huh. all this shit, but I don't like pain either. So mm-hmm. I See, say that, but because I know somebody that got like the whole works. And she was like, See, I shouldn't have did that because I can't sleep comfortably. And it's been two months, her boobs, so she can't sleep on her stomach. She can't sleep on her side. She got her hips done. Her so how she sleep? Done. I know. I don't know. Oh my god! Yeah, like, I say all that. I don't like pain, and I don't think I would actually do an elective surgery. Honestly, just the at my luck, I'd be the one who tried to die getting a flat stomach. Oh, no. <laughs> like I just be like, it would just, no, no. It, it would be me. It would be me. I know it would. Like, uh-uh, damn it! Dude. That's what y'all would be saying at the funeral. Like, Boonie was trying to get that flat stomach, girl. <laughs> oh my god, girl! So you just give me straight to uh. Uh-uh. I know it's just such a risk, but I mean, it some is. women look so good I know. and you're just like, oh, I want, I, I want it too. But yeah, I'm like, but what am I getting the body for? Right. Cause yeah. that's what I think. Like, what am I doing it for? It's definitely the gaze oh. of other people probably, but mm-hmm. another tangent. And you know, the gays, they doing it too now. Honey. Oh, what they getting done? They getting a ribs taken out for their waist to get snatched. Some of them getting a little hip action, but they definitely get some booties. Oh. Yep, they're going right to Miami and getting that shit done. Have have you seen the lines in the airports? You know, I, know. What I, was- 
I did see the wheelchairs lined up. I don't know if I was <laughs> earlier on on the flight getting off and they was behind me, but I did. <laughs> they do be having them damn wheelchairs right there. That's so crazy. That is crazy. I, I think too, that would be my other thing, like going to another country to get it done. Yes. I would be a little nervous about that, but I don't know. Oh. That's just like the people who go to Colombia to get the new teeth. Oh yeah. I've heard about that too. It was a video on TikTok. I, I love TikTok, but I hate it because it's a time <laughs> dream. You'll be swiping, swiping, swiping. Yes. Um, but the girl at TikTok, she was going to Columbia to get her teeth and they got into the cab and got robbed. <laughs> Somebody, I guess, the people the in Colombia are now noticing it's, you know, oh. the tourism coming for the teeth correction. Somebody pulled up inside their cab, leaving like the airport and like stole her money for her teeth. That's fucked up. Dang. It's not funny, but the TikTok was funny because <laughs> that, wait, she's so she literally like, yeah, she was literally like showing like, oh, I can't wait to get this fixed. I'm going here to this doctor. And next thing you know, it was like the window shattered. Like they like, oh my God. And then that was the TikTok. And then she posted a follow up like this. That was part one. And part two was they got robbed. <laughs> uh-uh. No, no, no. See, uh-uh. No, like and I ain't carrying no big wad of cash when I'm going to these uh, countries. That's no other country. Like, are you crazy? Nope. Uh, yeah, that was a whole tangent. But I do, like, I do, and it to some level, I do admire the women who do it because it's like, you look good, sis. But then you other... looking good. I'm like, like, you look good, sis. Go ahead, sis. Jocelyn, like, I watched, I was watching little Jocelyn Gabbard. Oh, I love that hoe. Okay. <laughs> I'm like, damn, bitch. Hey, she looks so good. Just yeah, like hers is. It looks good. It fits wow. her frame. It's not too much. It's not too little. Exactly. It look good. Do it like it's your. What she say? Do it like it's Do your like B day. She's like B day. B day. I love her. She's so great. She was such good TV. Um, she is. She is literally. So. It was this meme going around, and it caused much to be. I think I even shared it on my page. Um, but it was breaking down the different stages of dating. Okay. So it was like talking, we exchanged numbers, do things on a friendship level, and maybe had sex. We're just testing the water. Yeah. Dating, we're spending time together doing various activities, movies, bowling, concerts, dinner as friends with mutual interest in each other. We're still allowed to talk to other people. Dating exclusively. We're dating. However, we've cut off all other people we're interested in to focus on getting to know each other. And then a relationship. We've made a mutual agreement to become a couple. It's just you and me, point blank, period. That's my definition for all of those. Um, I feel like a lot of dudes out here don't know what those things are. I was just about to say that. I feel like the women get it, but the men don't get it. The men don't get it. I'm like, dude, like... You're not dating everybody. You, you know, some girls, you out here still just fucking like that's that person that you call to, you know. You got your cutty buddy. Yeah. yeah. And then if you are dating somebody and then you like, I don't know, it depends on like the transparency between the two as well as communication. But like if you're um, getting jealous, you know, she may end up telling you that she went on a date with somebody else the other day or whatever. Then it's like, okay, so you would want to become exclusive with her. So she's not talking to anybody else. But you have to put that little title on there in order for that to happen. 
I don't know. It's just like a commitment thing. Dudes just don't want to, at this grown age. I'm going to ask you, do Uh you ever initiate those conversations? Because I know I used to be afraid, like, you don't want to rock the boat. This is when I was younger. Like, I don't want to upset him. I like him. So I never brought it up. Mm. But now I, I, I do, I mm. will start the conversation if I want a conversation to be had, um, instead of waiting, because I still want to know where I stand. So I'm making sure I'm moving correctly with the way you think you're moving with me. <laughs> okay. Yeah. I would want to, like if they ever came to that point, but I feel as though, <clears throat> I don't know, it's, it hasn't even been anybody that I want to be it or I'm lying. It's been some dudes that like I thought it was going to go somewhere deeper mm-hmm. because I'm like, damn, I, I have found one without a kid too. And I'm like, damn, okay. He's 38. <laughs> I know he wanna settle down, right? So he was preaching all of that, but um <laughs> got, got the booty. Like this nigga just want to stay a booty call. Mm-hmm. Literally, I can call him up right now. Yeah, come over and try to fuck. But this is like, dude, like you about to be almost 40. Because turning 39 this year. You look good. You ain't got no kids. You don't want to plant no seeds out here. You ain't gonna put a ring so, on it. And here's the thing, like, I just I do feel like the dating scene skews in men's favor right now. Mm, um for a lot of different reasons, I'll say. But I will say, like, if it's someone that I'm interested in, I have initiated those conversations. So, like with my ex, I would do like and I still do them. I call them check-ins. Okay. Hey, let's have a check-in. <laughs> really? Let me know how this conversation goes. Yeah. So like, I was like, oh, you know, I just want to have a check-in, make sure we're both on the same page here. Like, what are, you know, what are we doing? We just still dating? Are we exclusive? Like, it depends on where, how long it's been, what I want. And so with my ex, I had these. Okay. Yeah, we're just dating. I'm, yeah, I'm still seeing other people. and. You can still see other people. Okay. And then I had another check-in and I said now, okay, I went on a date purposely to say, yeah, I've been on, I was dating this guy. He got upset. See? All right. Let's be now. Yeah. I want us to be exclusive. <laughs> so they got to know right. somebody else wants you. It, to... Ain't that some shit? They so annoying. They so, so I was annoying. like, okay. So then we, then we were exclusive. Then we then I had another check-in. Okay, we've been exclusive. Are we gonna continue or so how how much time is passing when you have a new check? It's usually like um probably a couple months, like two months okay. or so. Okay. Let's let's check in. The, the in between the the dating and dating exclusive, the mm-hmm. relationship, because I also have my own shit that I have worked and am working through. Um that yeah. one was a little bit longer, probably like maybe four, four months or so, five months. But at that point, it was like, oh, yeah, let's be in a relationship. Okay. okay. We're in a relationship. I feel like some dudes, like you said, will uh, get, t- you know, they'll run off. They'll either, if they get in an attitude with you about it, then really they have no intention. You look, you already know what it is. <laughs> you know, I used to get played so hard where he was like, I'm not where I am financially, and da, 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 but this nigga will come spend the night over here. Hit me when he in town. We fucking, you know, like we doing stuff together. I've been on Facetime with his mama. Got close with his mom and stuff. And I'm just like, what are we doing? Like, you know. And if I was dating a guy and um, 
you know, months in, months later, I'm checking in and he's like, yeah, okay, I'm still dating. So do you give a time? For, like, it's like, do you got to do that stuff? Or how long are you going to keep dating, bruh? Is this going to last a year? Like, of us just dating? Like, And that's the thing. I, I, I think, too, and I, I do believe that women are taught, are not taught to date properly, right? Like, men are told, you know, you test the waters, you, mm. you know, spread your seed, all that shit. Right. But women, it's like, no, you got to be a good girl. You know, the right. good girl image, right? Because men only want good girls. And so I feel like women will date and then we get one and we're like, I'm going to focus on this one mm. instead of continuing our attention I on multiple that. people, right? Mm-mm. And so then we get fixated on this one person. Mm-hmm. What? Meanwhile, he still got four, five, six pans exactly. <laughs> in the oven. Yep. <laughs> And when that doesn't pan into anything, then we're like starting from scratch again. Exactly. And so I have gotten to the point where I'm like those memes where it's like, I only have this many get to know you stages left. Like, I don't have that many left. I don't either. (laughs) And I feel like a lot of their stuff be bullshit. It's like, I'm trying to stay optimistic, speak positively. Mm -hmm. It's powerful. Yeah, yeah, y'all. But God damn. I don't know. No, God damn. I mean, the shit is very, it's, it's not skewed in our favor at all. And I do okay. think the biggest thing when I asked that on Instagram, like what's missing from the dating scene for me, one of the biggest things I feel like is missing is just truly honesty. That they're like, to be honest with us in themselves. Okay. Like yeah. it's oh, <laughs> nobody wants to really move. Nobody wants to get hurt. Nope. everybody's out here trying to fucking look cool and shit yep. and nobody's being honest but everybody want to be with somebody everybody want to be with somebody <laughs> everybody want to be with somebody they want to go cuddle up lay up with somebody something yeah i agree so i do feel like and i do think the the number of viable prospects really is not in women's favor Mm-mm. and it sucks it really truly sucks especially being here in atlanta <laughs> <laughs> you know, we got this, we got a lot of gays. They my friends. I love them, y'all. But they taking over Atlanta. And then you got the the ones that haven't come out yet. Mm. Um, you know, they moving a little funny. I'll be having to ask my friend, like, hey, do you follow him? And is he following you back? And how do y'all know each other? papers <laughs> where I'm like, whoa. He'll go to somebody's page and they be like, oh, he's following all these gay guys. I know that one, that one, that one, that one. Fuck that one. I'm like, oh, so do you think he is like, it's hard to tell, but it's like, that's what we have to look at. And I I don't know. And I just feel like it's too many women. Like it, the ratio here is like 20 women to one man. Woo! They have <laughs> so many options. And oh my God. Yes. So it's just like. And then you got the ones, it's, it's a, it's a little melting pot. Everybody coming from different cities now, but that's why I try to stay gone. Like I'll be trying to get out of Atlanta. It was a moment in Atlanta where I felt like every single person from Baltimore was moving to Atlanta. (laughs) (laughs) Tell me about it. Everybody from up North. I'm like, God damn, another New Yorker, huh? (laughs) Everybody was moving from to Atlanta. Um, that's so crazy. 20 to one. Right. I'm like, come on, man. I, yeah. I don't I my husband read- here. He, he's somewhere else in another. So would you country. leave Atlanta? Will you move? I want to. 
I've just been nervous. I want to move though. Where do you want to go? I was thinking somewhere West Coast, um, like Texas or California. I heard that um, Arizona is actually dope. I haven't been there before. Um, you know, Austin, Texas or something, Dallas, Texas. I wanted to do Houston, but I have learned Houston is just like Atlanta. <laughs> is it now? Uh, I haven't, I've been to Dallas. I haven't been to Houston. I love Houston though. They yeah. Got they got means. I don't know their ratio, but it's like a mini Atlanta. I, not mini, but it's like another Atlanta. Everything's just more spread out. More spread out. Yeah. I just, um, I always think about that because I personally don't like dating people from Baltimore. Okay. Um, I, <laughs> I feel like I'm always importing. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. <laughs> and I also, I'm, and I'm okay with a certain long distance of long distance. Right. Okay. Um, so I'm not trying to do you in Chicago and I'm here. Okay. But you know, the Northeast is so tight. Like I can be yeah. in New York in three hours. I'm in DC in 40 minutes. Like, so it's so tight. So yeah, I'm always importing. Okay. Um, so you don't like the online dating or what you doing? Um, I'm done. Let's see. Let's run it back. <laughs> uh, I did, I did do online for a period. I don't enjoy, but I do feel like that's probably the easiest way to meet people. But yeah. Again, the conversations are lacking. It's it's just ugh, it's just very ugh. Very um, yeah. Parties actually. Um, social media, the DMs. It yes. go. It does go down in the DMs. It, <laughs> <laughs> Instagram is number one. I feel on both sides for men so, and for women. So for me, I'm gonna say. This is Boonies. I think I've said this on the episode before. My official ranking of, I might have said it on someone else's podcast, my official ranking of, um, and this is just strictly on sex, people. I'm not rating relationships, but of uh, DM Dick. So I rate Twitter first. Okay. <laughs> oh, I need to be up on that thing. Then Twitter. Facebook and then Instagram. Facebook. Instagram, yeah. Instagram has given me, I haven't been, I'm not as active on Facebook as I used to be. Okay. But Instagram has given me some real lackluster shit. It's like the guy who think he too cute to fuck, right? Like <laughs> that Twitter, right. them Twitter. Really? The Twitter I DMs. heard Twitter was like a little freaky little, uh. The Twitter what? DMs. <laughs> what? Back in my, this is how I got started. I used to do this um, Twitter chat a gazillion years ago, like probably like 10 years ago, honestly. And it was called Boonies Ratchet Hour. Oh, I love it. <laughs> and that's how, like, my DM stayed flooded for a second. I hooked other people up. <laughs> what? But Twitter Twitter DMs. Yeah. We'll give them okay. a round of applause. So if y'all see me um, be like, oh, go follow my new Twitter. Y'all know who I <laughs> <laughs> who Pull up in her DMs, y'all. <laughs> <laughs> No, but for real. Like, now. I am choosy. But it's so crazy. It's so, I feel like it's, it's very rare these days to actually meet someone in person, which is, which is weird to say out loud, but I feel like it's the truth. I feel like everything is through these little things. I think so too. I feel like here in Atlanta, you have to go to like events and stuff though. Um, you really have to be out like you said, not like the grocery store and stuff like that, unless you're wearing this, 
the typical, you know, mm-hmm. big girl outfit. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but like, if you are going to like a Sunday fun day spot, it's like, that's our cheers spot. Like we go there all the time. I'm always meeting at least three, four dudes there. Um, so do you not meet a lot of guys from out of town though in Atlanta? I feel yeah. like people are always traveling there. I do meet dudes from out of town sometimes. Um, like, well, Labor Day, I'm sure I'm going to end up meeting some, you know, if I'm here. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, like, for major holidays and stuff like that. But most of the time, at least one out the bunch is from somewhere else. Gotcha. Yeah. Yeah. Gotcha. Gotcha. Mm-hmm. All right, girl. So, this is the part where we do the breakdown. So, I'm going to say a word, and okay. you're going to say <laughs> the first thing that comes to mind. It could be a sound. Oh, y'all. <laughs> Look, it could be a sound. It could be a phrase. It okay. could be whatever you want it to be okay all right first one black women powerful yes dating sucks (laughs) one night stands iffy kids so so atlanta oh (laughs) yeah love um, I hope it was romantic. Oh, that's so cute. <laughs> <laughs> Last one. BBLs. Oh. I mean, it look good on some people. <laughs> <laughs> I was gonna say happy. Happy dog. Happy. All right, girl. If you could tell everyone where they can find you on social media, internet, where they can listen to your podcast, just plug anything you want. Okay, perfect. So my podcast is a little kiss and tell. No, I'm not out there just kissing and telling (laughs) sometimes we do but um we talk about like everything from relationships dating being single um we've had people on there who are married interracial dating um the poly community like it's all things it touches all things around sex relationships being single all of that um and so that ig is at a little kiss and tell um we do have a tiktok now which is a l k t podcast we're on twitter a-L-K-T podcast. My personal page on IG is M-O-N-I, which is short for Monique, underscore bags with a Z, B-A-G-Z. So money underscore bags, but M-O-N-I money. All right. Well, I will make sure to link all those in the show notes. I know everybody's going to try now to go run to your personal page to figure out who your mama is. Um, <laughs> oh, Lord. <laughs> And I think, okay, everybody on once you got, especially people looking on Patreon, I think if you put context clues together and you look at her face, you'll know exactly who her mom is. Cause it was well, like I gained weight in my face, y'all. This COVID weight is heavy. You look good, girl. <laughs> well, thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you for having me. And I can't wait for your next lobby bag, Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> All right, that is it for this week's episode, guys. I want to thank our guest, Moneybags. Be sure to follow her. Be sure to check out her podcast um, and support her. Look, and if you in ATL and you're a good guy, only good guys, no fuck boys, hit her up, take her out on a date and try to sign up to be her cuffing buddy, all right? Also, be sure to support our sponsor, Goalie ACB Gummies. You can use the code Breakdown to save 10% 
on your order, you can also double it up when they have like a 30% off, you can add the little 10% coupon, you're getting 40% off, but you know, just support our sponsors. All right. And if you enjoyed this episode, I encourage you, implore you to listen and subscribe to the podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Amazon Music, Stitcher, Google Podcasts, iHeartRadio, YouTube, or any app that you listen to your favorites on. Do not forget to leave those five-star reviews too. You might just hear your review on a future episode. Follow us on all social media. Share the episode with those you love, those you don't love, those you fucking hate. I don't make these pretty images and audiograms for nothing. You can just hit share and put it in your Insta story too, right? Have a dope ass week. Stay healthy, safe, and sane. Thank you for listening. And remember, the ratchet in me always honors the ratchet in you. Homaste. Until next time.